Blog Talk Radio. A council on the future of education. Fire, frustration, and discord are burning in every city. Hello, everybody. This is Rob Furman. I'm your host on the Council on the Future of Education podcast. I hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about the great handwriting debate. Should we still be teaching handwriting in school? Uh, Let's do a few housekeeping things here first. Let's first give out some information here on the Council on the Future of Education. Our website is edufuture, edufuture.us. Uh, we're also on Twitter, edufuture underscore US. You can also find us on Facebook under the same heading as well. Uh, we have 10 founders on the Council on the Future of Education. We have several first-generation uh, members as well, and pretty much our sole purpose in this organization is to have conversations and to give out resources dedicated to looking into how to revolutionize uh, educate the educational system for the 21st century. Notice I didn't say reform. Uh, we need to revolutionize the system. The system needs to become, um, needs to go back to its uh, abilities to make drastic changes so that we are prepared for our kids are prepared for their future. So with that in mind, uh, we're talking about the great handwriting debate. If you are listening somewhere out in Cyberland uh, and you want to have an opinion about this, you're more than welcome to call in. We do have a guest call-in number, the number is 646-787-1813. That's our guest call-in number, and you feel free to call in at any time throughout this episode, and I'll see you come up and we can talk about this. Um, When you're thinking about education and all of the things that the kids have to learn today, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot going on. And we really need to be able to start uh, weeding the garden, per se, um, in education because educators are, are famous for being able to add a lot of things to their plate and never taking anything away. And that certainly becomes quite a problem because there's only so much time in the day. So we really need to start looking at things that we can uh, weed the garden with in order to give our teachers and students uh, more time to dive deeper into those things that we know are are so important. So with that in mind, handwriting comes up uh, quite often in conversation and uh, it's of my opinion that, that yes, it is time to, to move away uh, from teaching handwriting in the in the homeroom mainstream class. Now, with that being said, are there other places we can do it? Sure. Maybe we look at putting it into the art class as as a as a uh, artistic endeavor, much like calligraphy. But in the classroom itself, it's it's time to get away from spending time teaching handwriting. Now, I've heard a lot of the debates. I've heard the debate of um, how are they going to sign something, their signature? Um, let's take that one first. The idea of a signature uh, comes back many, many eons, and it was always originally make your mark. 
my signature right now is, as I'm sure all my faculty and friends would tell you, does not look like uh, handwriting by any stretch of the imagination, but is definitely my mark. It's a, it's a, it's a signifier. It's an identifier. And people know that it is myself who planted that mark on the document. Um, so the idea of being able to do a cursive handwriting signature um, is going by the wayside. Many people just have a mark. Um, on top of that, we also know that digital signatures are becoming a, a very common practice now. As, as more and more things are going digital, uh, there's more and more ways to be able to sign things uh, digitally. So the idea of having the need to do a signature uh, really isn't a, a strong case when it comes to being able to keep handwriting in the classroom so they can create a signature. Um, again, the idea of a mark and digital signatures really are taking the place of that now in our 21st century. The other thing that we hear quite often is the idea of somebody being able to read historical documents or documents that are written in cursive handwriting. And, 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 and that's a, a fair statement because there will become a time when we won't be able to read uh, that cursive, those cursive documents. However, once again, technology has really risen beyond the concern for that because you could go on the internet and you can find all of the translations. On top of that, we also have the ability to um, have experts that will be able to read those things. It makes me think much of the idea of hieroglyphics, where when that time frame passed, no one was able to read it, but now we have experts that can read ancient hieroglyphic texts, and that helps us learn uh, that experience th through that historical time. It will become much the same. Let's take a moment here and think about the idea of uh, that expert. How would we find the expert if no one's taught calligraphy, no one's taught uh, cursive handwriting? Well, that a lot of that jumps into the idea of personalized learning. I'm not saying that there should be a refusal that nobody should learn this. There may be kids that have a genuine interest in this or find a passion in the idea of reading these historical documents or find a love of being able to write in that fashion. We don't want to stifle them either. So that goes into the idea of personalized learning, where if you have a kid that has an interest in that, you want to foster that interest. Uh, I've been saying this quote for, for a while now, and I find it very important to teachers that we no longer teach one class of 30 students. We now teach 30 classes of one student. And that's so important to think about, even when you're having this type of debate, because never are we saying that everything has to go away cold turkey, because there are going to be students that have an interest and a passion in these things. And that's our job to find a way to keep that interest alive for that child. And that goes into the case of, of the personalized learning. Uh, when it comes into the idea of um, fine motor skills. I hear that one a lot too, that there's, that we're going to lose a certain sense of fine motor skills in our, in our hands. Um, motor skills change based on the evolutionary need. Um, 
I don't know about you, but I can text very quickly with two thumbs. Uh, you asked me that 20 years ago, and I'd have probably laughed at you. Why in the world would I ever need to type with two thumbs? But nonetheless, here we are, and many of us, if not all of us, have that ability now. So we've changed the, the fine motor necessities of our two little thumbers there, and now we can actually type with them. Uh, again, this is the Council on the Future of Education radio show, and it will also be set up as a podcast. If you have any thoughts on this, feel free to call in at 646-787-1813. And we're going to try to be doing this radio show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So keep an eye out for other topics that will come up that may be of interest to you. And you're always willing to have a call in and, and have a discussion with me and anybody else that we have on the show at that time. And we'll have a different topic every week. So let's get back to handwriting here. The, the other idea of the fine motor skills, the need for the fine motor skills, sort of goes away, again, when you think about the idea of people living during the age of uh, the language and the writing of hieroglyphics, because that would have been a very different mode of fine motor skill in your hands, being able to do that, uh, than what we have now. Instead of looking at this as, as something that's sort of scary and the idea of you know, losing a, a means of communication... I kind of find it exciting. I think it's kind of interesting because you know, how, many, how many people through generations and generations can say that they're living in a time when, when, when so many things like this are, are, are making a major change? Um, it's, it's sort of interesting. It's, it's sort of exciting. And it's sort of uh, even a little scary at times. But the idea is, is pretty cool. Um, oh, it looks like we have a, a caller here. So we have a caller from 804 area code. Let me see here. This is my first time trying this, so let's hope I did get this correct. Hello, well, 804 Area Code. What's your name? Hello, I'm Brenda Bradshaw. I'm a handwriting expert for the state of Virginia. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Help us out. Here. <laughs> I have a lot insight. to say about this topic. Good. I'm Please, also, give me I'm also a radio host on Blog Talk, 45 years on the airway, sir. Wow, One fantastic. thing that, yes, sir. I have uh, jumped in this debate many times because working with lawyers and uh, having to do the wills. And in the state of Virginia, I'm not sure about most of the states, but in the state of Virginia, you have to have a uh, written signature on your will. It has to be registered. Your signature has to be registered, or that will will go straight into probate. Now, that's a hassle. You know what I'm saying, sir? Oh, yes, absolutely. So if these children have not been taught how to do handwriting, they, they think they're going to print on a will. They're going to be very sad when it comes time to facing the courts. Our courts Absolutely. are still in that old-fashioned mode, sir. And uh, I've worked on insurance cases also with insurance companies, and that register is on that also an insurance thing that you form that you sign for your beneficiary, and it must be done in handwriting. So we haven't given up handwriting in the world, sir, in the system. Now, right. the so schools – yeah, go ahead, yeah, let me ask you. Let me ask you a real quick question about that because I think that's a really interesting concept that you bring up, uh, the mm -hmm. idea of not every uh, institution being at mm -hmm. the same place at the same time, which, which is, which is yes, what sir. I think you're saying, like uh, you know, lawyers, insurance, wills yes. Are, are, yes. are farther behind where they're not caught up yet. So, so do you think that possibly in the next five to ten years, this is a random number, mm -hmm 
that that those organizations will catch up to a digital age time or do you well, think yeah, that Well yeah, that has been discussed over and over again. I'm glad you brought it up. Yes, the fingerprinting they they uh-huh. they've gone some of them have gone to the digital. But still when it comes down to let me tell you when you go to court and right. if it's in contest, if a will is in contest of anything, anything unusual, you got a problem. And they're going to go right back to that handwriting. They're going to go right back to that registered signature. I got to tell you, that's happened already in the courts. Another thing, and um, different things are crossing my mind, because I have been in the school system giving this lecture before, because I'm a handwriting expert for certain colleges. I've done analysts for them. But here's the thing about it. College still is talking about this. Doctors, actually, are being taught a signature that they have to use on um, on the prescriptions. That's a mm-hmm. class that they go to. Wow. And um, that's still registered, too. What we're talking about is everybody at some point is going to have to write their signature. At some point, our world is still going to depend on that. That's what that's what I've been seeing. And I, I, was, I, was, I was deemed an first woman expert in the United oh. States and in Virginia because everybody's trained by the FBI, and I'm self-trained, sir. I wrote a book about it, and therefore I, when I was judged, it took me an hour to go through this. Uh, my first case was a murder case, sir, and I had to go into the state penitentiary here in Virginia to get a sample of handwriting from a murderer. Um, oh, my gosh. And, and really interesting cases I've worked on um, – with uh, not only lawyers, but uh, also personal people with, F- with FBI people who actually ask my assistance. So what I'm talking about, sir, is that it's still alive and well on our planet. And I don't see it disappearing to digital completely because digital will fail at some point. We know that we have a failure in our system we see it every day. I see it on Blog Talk every day. I see it in the world every day. There's always going to be a blip. And as long as a, a glitch and a blip is there, sir, we're going to rely on handwriting. There you go. So let, let, let me ask you this. Um, and thank you so much. Your, your insight You're welcome, has been sir. fabulous. Um, That's okay. So thank me, you. You put it out there, I'll come. Absolutely. I love <laughs> it. So, so let me ask you this. Um, in education, we have lots of things that we have to teach. What what would mm-hmm. be your say if if we said let's take the idea of the cursive handwriting lessons mm-hmm. and put yeah. them say into the art class as opposed to taking time within the oh I agree totally sir. In fact, my book God's Alphabet was based on art, sir, because handwriting is an art. That's correct. Absolutely. You're you're absolutely focused in the right direction. It is an art. Sir, penmanship, calligraphy, all of that is artistic coming from the subconscious mind. Therefore, I have taken handwriting to that level, and that was not issued by the FBI. They were looking for this, this, and this. But what I did was able to tell a murderer's personality, sir, by their handwriting, and I brought that into the courts. It's on the record. By looking at a person's personality and artistic Ability shown in the handwriting, you can see the person, and that's a profile, sir. Hey, give us your name. Give us the name of the book, and if you have any websites or anything, this is, this is wonderful. Go crazy, you. sir. Go crazy. I'm Brenda Bradshaw, and I'm right now presently on Blog Talk Radio. I'm called. I call it. My show is called Empowering the Gifts. 
and I'll talk about all the gifts, the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the gifts that we were given as God's children, all of the gifts. It covers a wide variety, sir, of area. And the book right now is out of print because it was a educational book, actually. Uh, it was written for my classes, and it needs, you know, instructions with it. You just right. can't do it without a teacher. And I sent the book uh, to Oprah Winfrey back when I wrote it, and she has it in her library. And I'm sure she'd make a copy for anybody, a teacher who requested it. Well, thank you so much. Hey, I really (laughs) appreciate your time. And I hope you keep listening. I will keep listening to you, sir. I'm all about education. Education has got to grow as we grow, as, as human beings, as people. And anybody listening to you, any teacher that wants to contact me, my Facebook page is Brenda Bradshaw, and get in touch with me, and I will definitely talk to you, and let's get this on the road. Thank you very much for your conversation, sir. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate your time. That was Brenda Bradshaw helping us out here. Certainly appreciate that very much. We appreciate that. Um, And she makes makes an excellent point that – especially the concept of the fact that there are organizations that are even farther behind than the educational system, like uh, looks like wills and insurances and things like that. So this isn't going to happen overnight, but I think we, we, we hit common ground here where we were talking about the idea of taking the concept of handwriting and moving it into the art class um, as an art form. And again, it sort of solves the problem of the idea of it needing to be, um, still have your signature, um, still have your mark, and, and they would be able to create that with you uh, within your art class doing, uh, doing the cursive handwriting. So I think that was a nice blend of ideas. Um, so, boy, Brenda was fabulous, wasn't she? It was so nice to have her online. And, again, you could find her on Facebook, uh, Brenda Bradshaw. She sounds like she's written a few books, has done a lot with the idea of handwriting, and uh, she sees it as an art form, as, as I do as well. Um, it looks like we're, we're running out of time here. This was a, uh, a first shot at our radio interview, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, again, we are the Council on the Future of Education, and we'll be having another topic sent out through Twitter. If you want to uh, follow myself, I'm at Dr. Furman on, tw- on Twitter, at Dr. Furman. Uh, the, the Council on the Future of Education's Twitter handle is edufuture underscore U.S., and we'll be able to uh, send out that next topic sometime this week. And we'll be back again Monday at 4 p.m. Uh, don't be shy to call in whenever we have these shows. Again, the, the guest call-in number will be the same every time, 646-787-1813. And again, this is the Council on the Future of Education on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. Discord of burning in every city.